This is CPX number 32, The Four Marks of the Church, Part 1. This is the ninth article of the Creed as found in the Catechism of Pope St. Pius X. This is 9.3, page 29 and 30. Just question and answer 13 and 14 today. How the Church is one Holy Catholic, Apostolic, and Roman. God give you his peace. Let's begin in prayer. In nomine Patri, Sifiri, et Spiritu Sancti. Amen. Heavenly King, Consoler Spirit, Spirit of Truth, who art present everywhere and filling all things, treasure of all good and source of all life, come dwell in us, cleanse us and save us, you who are all good. Amen. In nomine Patri, Sifiri, et Spiritu Sancti. Amen. The ninth article of the Creed, just questions number 13 and 14 on the four remarks of the Church. Question number 13. How can the Church of Jesus Christ be distinguished from the numerous societies or sects founded by men and calling themselves Christian? Answer, from the numerous societies or sects founded by men and calling themselves Christian, the Church of Jesus Christ is easily distinguished by four marks. She is one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. Question number 14, why is the Church called one? Answer, the true church is called one because her children of all ages and places are united together in the same faith, in the same worship, in the same law, and in participation of the same sacraments under the same visible head, the Roman pontiff. Thus are the words of the Holy Pope. Timestamp, today I'm just going to give you my thoughts on question number 14 today. Okay, let's recap question and answer number 14. Why is the church called one? Answer, the true church is called one because her children of all ages and places are united together in the same faith, in the same worship, in the same law, and in participation of the same sacraments under the same visible head, the Roman pontiff. Okay, let me give you a few of my own thoughts here. In CPX 30, remember that was just two CPX episodes ago, we talked about the three aspects of the church. The church triumphant in heaven, the church suffering in purgatory, and the church militant here on earth. And all three of those form one church. I think we have to remember that in a time of scandals and confusion so that we remember that those who go ahead of us are purely holy. Those who made it to purgatory or heaven, the millions of saints and martyrs, even the millions of people, please God, who are in purgatory are without mortal sin, in sanctifying grace, and are very, very holy and soon to be supremely holy in heaven. And I really believe there's been times in church history, very few, but Think of the Arian crisis. That was a time in church history when 99% of Catholics did not believe Jesus was God. Forgive me for that blasphemy. Of course, Jesus is God. Jesus is the Son of God, and Jesus is the second person of the Trinity. That means Jesus is God. But unfortunately, there was a time in the 4th century when 99% of Catholics did not believe that. Now, the Catholics that followed a few of the great saints, St. Athanasius, St. Nicholas, St. Hilary, those Catholics had the true faith because they worshipped the Blessed Trinity. But perhaps they were sidelined as extremists or weirdos or whatever. The fact is that even when most people didn't side with them, they still had the true Catholic faith. And so perhaps they had to remember the apostles of old, the Roman martyrs, the Egyptian martyrs. And in doing so, in remembering those who went before them, that prevented bitterness to enter their hearts. That kept them with the remembrance that the church is holy because of those who went before her. And I think that's a great reminder for you and me in these greatly confusing times of scandals and doctrinal heresies that are all around us, that the church remains holy because of those who've gone before us and because of what we heard our Pope write today, quote, the true church is called holy because holy is her invisible head, Jesus Christ. 
Holy are many of her members. Holy are her faith, her laws, her sacraments, and outside of her, there is not and cannot be true holiness, end quote. So remember that when you hear people say that Catholic Church isn't holy anymore, remind them gently that's blasphemy because holy is her head, Jesus Christ. Holy is our faith. Holy is the sacraments. Holy are the saints and the martyrs who do comprise a good chunk of our church. The Pope also wrote this today, quote, The true church is called Catholic or universal because she embraces the faithful of all times, of all places, of all ages and conditions, and all peoples are called to belong to her, end quote. So when you hear people say, oh, well, most Catholics believe it's okay to use contraception, and that's on seven continents, therefore that's a universal teaching of the Catholic Church because it's universally believed by most Catholic couples on seven continents, well, you can just remind them, no, universal doesn't mean universal according to one time. Universal doesn't mean just 2020. Universal means all times of the Catholic Church. And for 99% of the history of the Catholic Church, 99% of the Catholics have rejected contraception. And 100% of the articulated faith and morals of the infallible magister magisterium, including the Bible, has said contraception is a mortal sin. In fact, in Galatians, it's very clear that pharmakeia, which was used as a term for birth control in the first century because those pills and solutions and potions that people use that Paul is condemning there functioned as an abortifacent, meaning it both functioned as birth control and abortifacent, just like the oral contraceptive today. Don't know how I got on this tangent, but the point is just because you have a bunch of Catholics, in quotes, Catholics believing something, doesn't make it universal. What makes it universal is first, the articulated faith and morals in the magisterium, and secondly, a very, very distant second, what all the saints and martyrs have believed. Not an opinion poll in an isolated time of crisis in the church now. So the church remains holy. Take courage. The church is holy because holy is her head, Jesus Christ. Holy are, memory of, holy are many of her members, perhaps hidden in little hovels across Asia. I don't know. Holy is her faith. Remember, nobody can tell you Catholicism isn't holy anymore if you keep in your heart our holy faith. And always remember, when you are tempted to say the church isn't holy anymore, the sacraments are part of the church. So if you say that, you're blaspheming the sacraments. The Catholic Church remains holy, despite all the confusion and all the scandals. And just a closing note, I'm really thankful to all of my donors and spiritual benefactors sending all the emails and mail, but I'm like two months behind, so I'm really sorry. I am trying to catch up. Please forgive me. Pray for my time management, and I will be catching up on snail mail and emails. As for these podcasts, please like, share, and subscribe to these podcasts and YouTube videos. And please say an Our Father for me. At Benedictio Dei Mipotentis Patris Spiritus Sancti, Descendit Super Vos, Et Maniat Semper. Amen.